So welcome to CISO Talks episode six. Today we're going to be talking about really whether boards should care about cybersecurity because last week we talked a bit more about whether the CISO's challenges with the board and we're just trying to take a slightly different angle on it this, this week as well. So just before we go any further, you're probably wondering why we've got a dinosaur and a DeLorean on the table. So if you click on the link above Jason's head here, more about that there. So without further ado, let's get going. Aidan, so, um, so perhaps leading on from one of our earlier podcasts about CISOs and the relationship with CISOs and the board, um, do you think it's right that the board doesn't spend any time to understand what CISOs are saying as far as the tactical level is concerned with the problems that are going on in the environment? Yeah, it's an interesting one because I think, um, obviously, I think that you need a certain amount of vocabulary and a certain amount of understanding, but I think ultimately, why should the board care about um, you know, DDoS or ransomware or these kind of things. Really, what they're interested in is is, is the risk. So I think what's really important is that um, that, that CISOs represent the cybersecurity in a way that the boards will understand. I.e., talking about the actual business risk. Mm. Whether the boards have a responsibility to understand the technical elements of it, or um, I, I don't necessarily know if that's that's relevant. I don't know whether they should or not. Really, I mean, I, I'm more of the opinion probably not. Um, no. So you don't think it's important that they know about what a ransomware attack is? or I think it's important that they understand the risks and the implications. Um, but I don't necessarily know whether it's realistic. Certainly not where we're at at the moment. Right? Mm. I don't necessarily know whether it's realistic that uh, you know, you're going to speak to a CFO and he'll understand the, you know, what a ransomware attack is and how it will uh, manifest itself. So, so, but I think it's different. I think it needs to be presented in a way that the the, the board will understand, and that is risk. Right. What does it mean? What are the likelihood of this happening? What happens if we don't address this issue? Okay. Um, and I think that that's the language they understand. Gosh, you so not necessarily educating the board about the, the technical matters, mm-hmm. but more educating them about what this means in money terms? Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. I mean, you know, what are the, I mean, uh, ultimately, I suppose it's about saying, um, here's the risk, here's um, how much it would cost to protect against this risk, here's the likelihood of this taking place. Um, you know, here's our readiness to protect ourselves against these set of risks. Mm-hmm. I think that matters. But that doesn't necessarily mean that they need to know the ins and outs of what mm. a DDoS attack is, perhaps. I mean, right. You don't need to know these technical elements of, of these risks itself. I don't okay. think that's necessarily relevant for, for the board in quite a lot of instances. Right. I know we're generalising here, but do you think that it's actually sort of a, a requirement for the board to, to ask the CISO to educate them in these matters or... or are they expecting the CISO to turn up and, and deliver? I think it really depends. Uh, it depends on how mature you are as an organisation towards mm. cybersecurity risk. I think that certainly we know that in some regions across the globe, their attitude towards cybersecurity is quite very mature and they'll understand mm. and they will understand these terms mm. Um, as opposed to some other areas. So I think it really depends on the size of the organisation, the way in which they utilise their CISO as well. Mm-hmm. I think in, um, you know, in some of the more progressive organisations, the CISO is an important role. They're treated with respect and you know, they have a clear reporting structure. And I think in those organisations, I think that... And they, they, they do understand cybersecurity as it is. They're not just talking about the risk, they understand the cybersecurity itself. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. I think in some organisations, it's absolutely not the case. Mm. And a CISO is used sometimes as a scapegoat. The CISO mm. doesn't get the opportunity to spend the time with the board to help explain to them the risks. So the only way in which that's going to be effective 
is talking risk, mm. talking mm. in that language, because that, that's the only way you're going to get your message across, I think. Mm. Okay. Do you think generally boards, there is a bit of a lack of education generally in, in this whole area? Or well, yeah. I mean, it's a, it, let's, let's be honest, it's a very new topic. Mm. And a CISO is a very new role, really. Mm. You know, mm. I mean, it, it's especially for some of these, perhaps these older organisations, the ones that sort of the legacy enterprises, perhaps with slightly older boards, I think that it's a very new concept. Mm. Mm. Um, and I do think that um, there is a lack of awareness around the issue within some of these, some of these perhaps uh, more legacy organisations, yeah. Yeah, sure, yeah. okay. So, I mean, you're, you're an experienced man in the data security industry. You sort of, you've spoken with quite a number of CISOs mm. regularly. Mm. Um, what do you think differs the ones, the, the CISOs, I mean, the ones that are successful in this and ones that perhaps are not so successful? What, what are the key attributes there, do you think? Uh, persistence is absolutely key. Mm. Um, not doom and gloom. There's no point trying to say that everything's... You know, the, the world's over because you become people become immune to your conversations. Otherwise, mm, mm. Um, they're typically really good salespeople. <laughs> they mm, understand mm. how to communicate and get their message across in such a way where they're going to listen. Um, I think that they come up with, rather than saying that everything's broken, they come up with a couple of key ideas and they're quite progressive about how they get their ideas across and they pick the things that are most important so they prioritise the risks and are able to communicate that in a way the board understands mm. um, and, and I think that it's also just patience to a certain mm. extent as well because it takes time to build these relationships up um, and, I, and I think yeah patience is definitely another virtue we've definitely seen from the more successful CSOs as well I see good and the board is only really involved at the time when, the, when it's been signed off they're not really involved. Well, the, the, board the board are interested in risk mm. and the role of the CSO is to help the board understand anything that could pose a potential risk or disruption to the organisation. Yeah, but you, we're just saying they're not, in, they're not actually interested in risk. What they're, they're interested in risk in terms of money. That's right, and that's, yeah, and that's yeah, what yeah. A, CISO, and a CISO's responsibility is to say, this, here's your risk, right? Yeah. It doesn't matter. In the context of a CISO, he's talking about cyber risk. In the right. context of a C, CFA, they're talking about you know, financial or accounting risk, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> in, the, in the context of a sales, yeah. uh, a VP sales, perhaps, they're, they're talking about the risk to revenue, right? right? Got you. So that, that's probably the disconnect I'm trying to get to, is that, um, so you've got there a CISO determining what they believe to be the risk to the organisation, mm -hmm. um, but how far, how deep should that really go? Because a CISO, you know, they're, they're, they're really an IT guy, really. And... So yeah, I think the, that's an interesting question. Yeah. Should a CISO... Where should a CISO spend his time? Should yeah. they be spending their time more with the tech team or should they be spending more of their time with the board? What, what is it that makes for a successful um, balance of characteristics of a successful CISO? Yeah, yeah. What I'm saying is you can't expect the CISO to take on the role of the board. The board's job there is to decide whether the information provided by the CISO That's right. as to whether that is something that is, is going to be a significant risk to the business. Is it really the CISO's job to get that far and that deep into that conversation where they're actually acting as, as the board themselves by saying this is what risk it poses? So I, d I definitely think the CISO's responsibility is to go to the board and say, look, here's the situation. Here is the exposure that we have in terms of an enterprise and... You know, here, here are the things that we haven't fixed that we ought to fix on a scale of sort of you know, one to ten. You know, here are the list of our gaps and our threats. Um, and you know, here's the ones that could cause us the most amount of pain. Yeah. You know, 
what, what, you know, this is the available, you know, pot of this is the available budget that we've got to try and resolve these. Right. Essentially, this is the bets that we're going to place. Okay. We can't, we we can't, and aren't going to be able to protect ourselves against all threats all the time. That's gotcha. the reality yeah, of yeah. the situation. Um, so they need to basically say, this is, you know, this is the this is a state of play. This is the situation we're in, mm. and they've got to work with the board to help find some medium between. Well, here's, here's the level of risks, here's the amount of money we're prepared to, to, to spend on preventing or detecting or mm. the, these types of threats, mm. Um, mm. just to make sure that they can reach some consensus so they've got an appropriate level of risk. Understood. In many, many regards, essentially, it's a kind of like an insurance policy sale. <laughs> you know, you're basically saying that we're going to spend this much money to protect ourselves against these level of threats mm. in business terms, are you okay with that level of risk? Yeah, yeah. Um, am I okay with that level of risk? Can we find an agreement that we are we are approaching right. this in the right way? Yeah, I'm sure that that, that makes total sense, and yeah. that'd be great if it works like that. But why? Why I suspect may happen in a lot of cases where the CISO does do that, and mm. and they go into these board meetings and they present the the risk to the organisation both on a tactical level and on a commercial level, and the and the CISO says, well, this is what it is, this is what it is now, and this is really what level of exposure. You, that the organisation will be up against mm. if you do not do X, Y, and Z, and uh, and I suspect not in all terms and cases, but the CISO comes away from that meeting thinking, well, do you know what? I've I've told the board what I think, whether they agree with me or not, doesn't mm. really matter because I've disclosed in this board. If we do get a breach or whatever may be the situation, mm. I've done my job. Yeah, I mean, I I, I suppose it depends on you know the the organisations. You know, from, it must depend on. On, on uh, an industry, it's going to mm. depend from enterprise to enterprise, it's mm. sometimes country as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think some some boards are more progressive than others. But I think that it, um, as long as it's communicated in such a way as to say this is this is a significant risk. Here's the context. Here's, we can show you other people in the industry. We can show you other examples, and the analysts are all concurring with our with our findings. You know, I think as long as it's presented in such a way where it's in real business terms and not in tech speak mm, I mm, think mm. that um, you get there's a much greater chance of success so I think in conclusion really what, what I'm mm. basically saying here is I think that it really depends some boards are progressive some boards will understand the risk some boards will understand they'll have greater level of vocabulary when it comes to cyber security than others so I think it depends um, but I think that Definitely the more successful CISOs we spoke to are the ones that are most effective in talking about the the, the, the risk in terms of the real business risk mm. and presenting it in such a way where, you know, this is the bet that we're prepared to take on our, you know, this is the level of risk that we're comfortable with. Um, and I think that that's, you know, it, it's all about risk tolerance. Some organisations may be more, much more tolerant and have a much more relaxed attitude towards it than others. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, okay, great. Thanks, Jason. So, don't forget to join us next week, episode seven. Don't forget to subscribe, click on the bell icon. See you again next week.